Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay cryptocurrent. Now, here's your host, Richard Carthon. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. I want to give a quick shout out to all of our content producers out there. If you're a person that is passionate about creating content around cryptocurrency, blockchain, fintech, and just helping people understand everything that's going on in this space, then I'm talking to you. We would love if you would become a Cryptocurrent contributor. If you go to our website, we have a form that you can fill out so you can start to share some of the amazing content that you are creating with our audience. So please sign up today and we look forward to working with you soon. All right, what's going on, everybody? For Cryptocurrent, I'm Stephen Miller and you're watching the latest in our interview series where we introduce you and connect you to the thought leaders and builders who are shaping Web3. Today, I'm joined by Avery Akineni. She is the president of Vayner NFT. Avery, how are we doing? I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me here today, Steve. I'm absolutely thrilled to have you with us today. We've got an exciting show ahead. So for those that are new to the show, please do us a a major favor. Make sure you're following us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We release this via video on YouTube as well. So make sure you're subscribed. After that little call to action, I want to jump right into things. So Avery, for those that are not super familiar with you and your work, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and how you originally got into Web3? Absolutely. I'm Avery Akinini, and I'm originally from Nashville, Tennessee, currently based in Miami, Florida. And my journey has taken me from Nashville, San Diego, Silicon Valley, and San Francisco, where I worked at Google, um, New York City, where I first started working with Vayner, to Singapore, where I opened up um, the Vayner Media offices across the APAC region, and then back to the U.S. Um, I've been living in Miami for almost a year, and we have been building um, Vayner NFT as a Web3 consultancy focused on helping IP owners over the last year. Um, so I began my journey into Web3 several years ago. I sort of passively invested in um, crypto thanks to a friend of mine. And I really didn't think about it for, for many years. Obviously, I saw the price like tank, and I think it's in 2017, and just kind of left it there. I literally forgot my Coinbase password. Um, and then about uh, you know mid-2020 pandemic was happening. I was like, what's going on with that Coinbase account? Um, and got back in, um, realized uh, things had, had really changed since I last looked into it. And I started getting really interested in the world of NFTs. And in early 2021, I decided to shift my focus to being exclusively um, in the Web3 sector, um, learning a lot with um, all of the folks on the Vayner team about all things NFT, OG, crypto, Web3, decentralization. And it really clicked in my mind, this idea of digital ownership changing the way we think about um, internet usage. And we opened Vayner NFT in July. Um, officially. And it's been a total pleasure to be in the thick of all things NFTs and Web3 ever since then um, for, from a professional focus standpoint. It's awesome. Yeah. And I, I think that ends up being a really fantastic journey into where you are today. And I, I want everybody to kind of have a better idea of where you are today. And that, of course, is Advanced NFT. So as just a, kind of a quick catch up and a little pitch for everybody, 
Vayner NFT was created to help the world's leading IP owners navigate the rapidly developing world of NFTs. But can you kind of elaborate on that for us a little bit and how you serve your clients um, broadly? So like, how might you pitch Vayner NFT to a potential customer? Yeah. So the way I would explain Vayner NFT to a potential partner is um, first by helping them understand what's happening in the world of Web3. If you're a traditional institution, if you're a celebrity, if you're a sports association, if you're a brand, you might have heard about NFTs, but so many of them really don't get it. So the beginning of our conversations really start with education of, hey, this is what's happening in this world of Web3. You might know NFT was the word of the year in 2021, but do you know what that actually means? And do you know why people are actually interested in this stuff? And we almost try to like reverse psychology them by helping onboard people as people first into this, helping them get their first NFT, helping them understand what's happening in this Web3 culture on crypto, Twitter, and Discord. And then once they understand it themselves, it really sells itself that this is a tremendous opportunity that they need to be a part of. Um, so we try to do a lot of individual onboarding um, as a mechanism to help sort of uh, parlay that into our business from an institutional standpoint. So we start by education and then, you know, that light bulb goes off just like it did for me with other executives, with other entrepreneurs, with other celebrities, um, and people of influence who are like, okay, I understand now that this is a big thing. How can I be a part of it, Avery? And then we say, oh, okay, this is all the ways that we can, can help you and your organization, um, navigate this new world. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I think that more companies need to be starting with education. And that's one of the things that we pride ourselves on here at CryptoCurrent is we're really focused on the educational side of things first and then helping people find their way down each of these little rabbit holes. So I love that you start with that in discovery in terms of helping your clients figure that out. But I guess on the personal side of things, before we dive into a little bit more of the news around Vayner NFT, what as it is today, again, because you've already kind of told me a little bit about how NFTs started for you, but what about NFTs drives you today, just at, at the marketplace level? Every single day that I'm in this space, I'm more and more convicted that this is the future of how people are going to use the internet and people are going to express themselves digitally. So I'm lucky that I've continued to get more and more bought into this and bought into what we're building and doing. And I think it comes through in the way that we um, communicate with partners, the way that we communicate about our own projects. Um, what excites me is that we're at the very, very early stages of this um, journey. Things today are, you know, such a convoluted and long process um, to even buy an NFT in so many cases. There are so many scams and rug pulls and just various things. And, you know, some people could be very disheartened or turned off by that. But to me, it just is an illustration of how incredibly early we are and how fortunate we are to be part of this sort of um, initial building period. And it excites me that there's so much more. Bill. I think about where we are today as like, you know, very much that like early iPhone adopter where like you phone, but it wasn't even really better than a BlackBerry, but you knew it could be. Um, you saw potential for it to dramatically change. Maybe all your friends were still on BBM and you had new texts and they were like, oh, you don't even have BBM. But you were like, no, but this is going to change the game. And, you know, now holding my iPhone in my hand, like this is dramatic. Like the iPhone has dramatically changed the way users access information, how they communicate. This one single device has put a computer in the pocket of billions of people. And I think NFTs, we're at that same stage where it's rarely, it's almost not better than the sort of web two alternative, but the people who see the potential, see how decentralization and how, um, 
sort of individual user sovereignty and individual user ownership is a major shift. And those people are looking to recruit their their communities to get on board. And I'm just excited for everything that we have the potential to build and and fulfill and where I think this thing is going to go. That's fantastic. I mean, really, the the idea that there's so much in front of us with NFTs is something that has excited me over the past you know year and a half that I've been in it myself. I mean, I fancy myself something of an NFT nerd. I think I'm the one on our team that is most NFT um, invested at this point. So getting the chance to hear from somebody who else that's extremely passionate about it and how they see the future of it certainly excites me. Um, so for everybody at home that's kind of curious about what Vayner NFT is doing out in the world, because I think that a lot of people hear Vayner NFT and they immediately think be friends, right? Yes. It's kind of an immediate connection. So what news um, it is going on with BeFriends and Vayner NFT right now? Because I think that you guys had a pretty big announcement just recently, right? Yeah. So one little clarification, BeFriends is actually its own... Now it's its own complete company um, led by Andy Kranick. So Vayner NFT is still part of the VaynerX ecosystem. And we are really Web3 consultants. BeFriends is one specific project that obviously we collaborate on a ton. BeFriends just um, announced their Series 2. This is a pretty long mint, 55,000 pieces that are going to a combination of holders um, who are able to claim one for free, um, book game holders who are entered into a raffle to be able to mint one, um, a public uh, raffle, um, which actually just concluded yesterday, and um, this sort of spectacular auction. So it's a complicated system, but all 55,000 are allocated and it's been going really, really well. Um, incredible feedback from the community, from new holders who are getting to be a part of the friends world and we're really happy with that. In Vayner NFT, um, we specialize in sort of helping institutions navigate their Web3 journey. So whether that are companies like Ford or Coinbase or Budweiser um, or American Eagle, there are so many of, of our different partners. We really focus on helping those partners navigate this world of Web3 while, of course, getting a ton of cross-pollination and learnings from the vFriends team and helping them with things like vCon and some of their collaborations. Gotcha. So essentially, when you see that crossover happening, you're helping them on the collaboration side. And I believe just the other day, based on what I'm hearing in the news, you guys have a pretty big announcement with Johnny Walker. Isn't that right? Exactly. So one of Gary's big ambitions is to take the BeFriends characters and start to cross them over into mainstream society. So real products, real entertainment platforms um, that exist outside of the world of Web3. And on May 3rd, um, we actually debuted this new collaboration, which is a, a gift to our gift goat holders. Um, each gift goat holder um, received this incredible NFT, which was designed by this artist called DK Motion, who is famous for his Let's Walk series um, and just does this fantastic animation. So when Johnny Walker uh, came to Vayner NFT and said, hey, we really want to do something in the NFT space, we said, let's think about the right authentic entry point for you. And Johnny Walker is... I don't know if you've ever uh, received this as a gift, but it's actually prime, like very often given as a gift, things like Father's Day, um, birthdays, et cetera, et cetera. And they have a big gifting culture. We said, we actually have this um, part of VFriends, which is called the Gift Goat Program. And gift goat holders, there are 555 of them, um, are entitled to a certain number of gifts every year from Gary. What about if we gave um, these gift goat holders uh, an NFT and an actual specific customized box of Johnny Walker, um, which includes a couple of amazing things like coasters, glassware, um, a custom bottle, custom sort of uh, box. Um, really awesome. 
So this whole package is going to be on display at VCon, shipped out to all of the holders, um, and they'll each be airdropped this pretty amazing piece of art, um, which sort of nods to both Gifco and Johnny Walker, but it's actually a piece of art designed by DK Motion. So it's a pretty fun collaboration, a great way for a brand to enter this NFT space super authentically in a way that surprises and delights holders, begins to build their equity in the world of Web3. Yeah, suffice to say, the entire drop itself is something that's mind-blowing. I mean, we like to say within the NFT space, a lot of the time that we get wrapped up in utility and how we can wrap value back into collections. I'm not trying to just blow smoke here or kind of you know pump up what you guys are doing at VaynerNFT and VFriends. But this may actually be one of the biggest value adds and givebacks I've ever heard of. Because for those that are not totally familiar, DK is one of the biggest motion graphic artists in the space. And his art is sought after so much that people like Cosmo de' Medici drop over a million dollars to get his one-of-ones. So that is something that can be easily overlooked in this news. But the fact that that entire thing is wrapped into this Johnny Walker v. Friends partnership is truly something remarkable. So I can't tell you how much that kind of impresses me. And I think the impact of that's going to be felt around the space, right? I think you could probably get the idea that that this is going to set a new precedent for like the ripple effects of what utility can mean and what giving back to community can be. Do you think that we're going to see a lot more of the standard being raised in that department as we go forward with NFTs? Hey, everyone. Just wanted to let you know about all the amazing content that we're making for you exclusively over on YouTube. You can stay connected to crypto's top stories and trending topics with the Aftershock. Every Wednesday, join Cryptocurrent Steve Miller and myself for a brand new discussion on what's going on in the wild world of Web3. If you want to learn more about cryptocurrency and blockchain, but don't know where to start, Crypto Decrypted will cover everything from basics and fundamental analysis to the advanced concepts of technical analysis. Join Chris K every Thursday exclusively on YouTube to get this content. Finally, if you want to take a deeper dive into the world of NFTs and learn more about all the latest and greatest and what's happening in that space while capturing alpha, join Steven on NFT Thursdays exclusively on Twitter Spaces on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We hope you're enjoying our content. And if you're enjoying it, please like, subscribe, share, and leave comments so that we can continue to give you the content to keep you cryptocurrent. Absolutely. I think that the standard gets raised every day, whether it is airdrops or land drops or claims or token drops or really smart collaborations that really look to do one plus one equals 11. I think that's where the space is pushing. And I love right now how people are constantly looking to get sharper every single time. Um, and you know, at Vayner, we try to do the same thing. We try to always outdo ourselves. How to, every single drop, we take a learning of like, great, this is one thing we would change if we had the opportunity to do it over again. And the good news is we often have the chance to, to repeat um, and sharpen up our, our delivery. Um, so I'm really proud of this uh, DK Motion, Johnny Walker, and Friends GIFGO collaboration because I think it's something that really adds value to each of these parties. Um, it gives DK a new group of really high-value collectors it gives Johnny Walker really authentic entrance into the space in a way that links in their product. And it gives um, the VFriends holders a way to start to tell their story into the more mainstream products. I think the bottle itself will also be a collectible that ages really well, um, particularly because it features the original gift goat drawing, which was hand on by Gary. Um, and the gift goat has now sort of evolved into this new, more animated character. Um, so I think it's really like an OG kind of a gift that it could age very well over time. Yeah, no, I, I certainly hope that it happens just that way. And I think 
one of the other places that Vayner has had a lot of impact and has had its own small, like I guess, contribution to is within Coinbase NFT. Can you tell me a little bit about, I guess, how Vayner NFT has been involved with Coinbase NFT in its early beta launch here? Yeah, we've been really fortunate to work with the Coinbase team on helping um, to onboard creators and collectors onto their platform and helping them with their strategies. They get ready to launch their NFT beta, which officially launched on 420, which as you know, Stephen, is a very significant day in the world of NFT culture. Um, and you know, we've had an incredible time working with with their team um, to help design a product that's going to be loved by creators and collectors, um, helping kind of gather groups of creators together to share their feedback um, and, and helping sort of Coinbase put on events that that can start to foster this excitement and energy in the community around the product that they're building. So we are thrilled with the beta launch and I encourage all of your listeners to check out nft.coinbase.com. Give it a spin. Um, beta access will be rolling out to more and more people. Um, so Hope you all check it out and, and enjoy um, what they've designed, which I think has the potential to be a game changer for the NFT space in making um, sort of NFTs a little bit more social in nature with a comment feature, a follow feature, and um, sort of verified handle feature. Yeah, I've, I've already been on the platform a little bit. I've had the opportunity to get in there and see what they've truly tried to innovate around. I think it is really interesting how they're trying to bring a more social element to the world of NFT buying and NFT marketplace engagement. So for those that have not checked it out, you're absolutely right. You absolutely should go check out uh, Coinbase NFT when you get a chance. And I think that it's also one of those things that kind of has been in waiting, right? A lot of people have been anticipating Coinbase NFT. And now that it's out, I think a lot more of the marketplaces are being forced to look at themselves in the mirror and say, okay, like you have a real competitor now. So I'm kind of curious, just based on another recent piece of news, what you think of the OpenSea acquisition of Gem.xyz. I know this is not something that we had on our, uh, our docket, but I'm kind of curious of what you think of now that happening as kind of a market competition uh, feature. Almost. I think it was very smart by OpenSea. I also think competition is a good thing. I think it helps um, create um, product improvements and um, product developments that move things in the direction of the consumer. I think having a monopoly as for sort of one marketplace in the space is not healthy for anyone. It's not healthy for the development of the space either. Um, and I think it has unjustly sort of driven a lot of like criticism and critique towards OpenSea. Also in a space that's so entirely decentralized, having one marketplace really hold like such a large percentage of um, the secondary trading activity is, is probably not sustainable. Um, but let's see how that goes um, over time. I think that... The acquisition of Gem um, was really, really smart by OpenSea as a way to start moving, to start developing their product um, in a direction that's a little bit more sort of shareable and also to show the community that they are taking active steps to improve their product. Um, they are serious about MA. Obviously, they've made a fortune over the past couple of years and everybody can see that. So it's good for the community as well, even just from us from a perception standpoint, to understand that OpenSea is very actively looking at acquisitions, is looking at um, integrating other uh, leading leading companies in their um, interface and in their um, platform. So I think it was very, very well received by the market. It also creates a little bit of that one-two with, with Coinbase, with LooksRare, with Rarible, um, with NFT.com that was just announced very recently. Um, I think there's some real competition in the market now. And I, I couldn't agree more with you on the fact that, it, that the market needed competition. I think it's going to make for a lot better product offerings as we go forward. Um, that to me is the biggest value add when I look at the consumer's perspective because we all want to see the space grow and we need better tools for it. 
So speaking of the space, I kind of want to move into the direction of looking at Web3 at the whole and like looking at kind of almost the alpha in the space at the moment. So I want to give you kind of a hypothetical here. So if I were to tell you that you've been tapped to deliver this year's State of the Metaverse address, what would you say to the following? While we're still early right now, what has the NFT landscape accomplished thus far in your opinion? It has accomplished onboarding um, an extremely dedicated user base. I think the NFT user base of a couple million is so passionate and dedicated to the space. It's taken up 1% of conversations on Twitter. So NFTs have managed to really capture the mind share of the people who are in the community today. I would also note, though, that that level of commitment to specifically to the NFT space is likely, likely going to dilute as we get a larger number of folks onboarded. So I think right now we've got a really vocal, small community who's very active in building. They're spending their whole lives on Twitter and Discord. Um, this is their, their life, and they've made a lot of their best friends through um, NFT community, which is amazing. I think it's still small, though, and that level of commitment is probably not sustainable as we look to onboard the next billion users. Awesome. And to follow up on that, I'm curious as to what you would say the NFT and metaverse spaces are direly in need of right now. Is there anything that stands out? Users. I think users is the number one thing that I would say to that. Actually, can we go back to the first question? I want to add one more thing. Um, Would you mind if I repeat? I think another thing that the NFT space has accomplished is creating a tremendous amount of validation that this is something that people need to take note of. The sheer dollar amounts that are floating in the NFT world really are, are, are waking people up to the fact that this is a real thing. The numbers are too big to be ignored from a purely purely financial perspective. And anyone who looks at you know, CryptoSlam.io can see these projects are launching and, and you know, Moonbirds being an example. And a week later, with $500 million of secondary trading activity, that is just an unprecedented um, financial outcome that I think has served to wake up business people, entertainment folks, and average consumers to say, what is going on in this NFT space? So I think what the NFT space has accomplished now is building an incredibly dedicated community of early adopters and also driving these a tremendous amount of value that has gotten um, business people and you know curious folks all around the world to really um, take note of what's happening here and want to learn more. Awesome. Yeah. And I think that was the exact right expansion. So I'm right there with you. But back to what the space is direly in need of. You were saying users. Users. So I'm, I'm curious about what you think in that sort of world. What types of users and kind of what is the space specifically need when it comes to user base? Are we looking for just strictly volume or are you looking for more equity? What is the um, way that you yeah. view it? I think it's a volume of users to really make these projects on scale and be meaningful. I also think that we um, need users, particularly in the metaverse space, in order for a lot of these platforms to work. We've seen the early days and early developments of platforms like Decentraland, Sandbox, you know, the open metaverse, um, Facebook's meta. But right now, we haven't yet seen a, a number of users that make this a real place for people to go and hang out repeatedly at scale. I think particularly in the world of the metaverse, we really need to see that user growth on those platforms in order for this to be a meaningful 
place where um, users should be investing in, place, in things like land. A lot of it's really speculation right now. And secondarily, where entertainment companies and, and traditional IP owners should be building because right now the user base is a little bit too small to like justify going all in. I think we need to see some users um, come into those spaces and, and also help shape like the culture of each of those metaverses so that they can define who they are and what this space is all about. In the same way that we've seen really successful video games sort of build that culture in that community, we need to see that happen in the world of metaverse as well. I think it's a really great perspective to have. So for those, again, because I want to shift out of your um, state of the metaverse now, because I think that um, while you've already earned my vote for president of the metaverse, I think <laughs> the rest of the world right now wants to live in the, pre- in the present and learn a little bit more about, I guess, what the metaverse means to them. So for those that are just learning about NFTs right now in, in this moment and about the metaverse, who've yet to fir- like take their real first steps in, where should they start in your opinion? They should start by educating themselves hands-on directly. Start by buying your NFTs, getting your wallet set up, checking out a couple of different marketplaces. Do you vibe with Coinbase NFT? Do you like OpenSea? Maybe you like Rarible. Maybe you really believe in the flow of blockchain. Maybe you believe in Cardano. I think each individual person needs to spend um, their own 10, 20, 40, 100 hours really learning the space for themselves versus taking, um, you know, advice from just one single person. So I recommend every person who's listening to this right now um, spends the time to really educate themselves and understand what your unique perspective is on it um, so you can invest your time in a place that makes sense to you. I have friends who love collecting art on Tezos. I have friends who really believe in Topshot and the Flow ecosystem. I also have friends who are total ETH maxis and all of those are right. It's what you as an individual person um, care about and what you see value in that should shape your collecting decisions um, and in certain cases, your investment decisions in this world of NFTs. So I recommend people get hands-on, spend the time learning, spend the time in the discords, spend the time on crypto Twitter to shape your own perspective because this is a space where you know you can make a lot of the right calls, but they have to be something that you personally believe in. Yeah, a lot of the things that we talk about in this space is all about conviction. And it's exactly. about making sure that you find the things that you can believe in long-term because truly it is a volatile space in that like, Things are changing almost weekly. I think that of all of the different investment spaces and the collecting spaces, nothing has been more fast moving than NFTs and the metaverse. I agree with you. It, it changes. And you know, you've also got to have the stomach for it. Oh, yeah. And I got to say, I absolutely love it. But I probably need to be seeing somebody about my stomach at some point. <laughs> uh, so that was for the beginner, right? Now that we're going into the more advanced side of things, what would you say that an advanced or somebody who's been in the NFT and metaverse space for a minute should be looking out for? What do you see as kind of these upcoming meta shifts and alpha type things that are going on in the space that people should be not taking for granted, but take advantage of and see right now? I think there's a couple of categories that are emerging that are really interesting. Utility um, NFTs, I think, um, are one thing that we've seen a little bit of and we'll see a lot more um, that give you very clear utility in exchange for NFT. Um, I think, you know, six months ago, profile pictures were ripping and that was the hottest thing. We've certainly seen those continue to do well in certain cases, but it's getting harder and harder for a PFP collection to really break through. You need to have something really unique and meaningful. And I think for more advanced collectors, 
I would recommend starting to also look at ecosystems potentially beyond your primary chain. I think there's a lot of interesting stuff that's happening um, across the space. And for season collectors who might know one ecosystem, they almost have an advantage when they're looking into another. It's like they they know the things that they like, they know the th- things that they learned. So I would recommend, you know, sort of branching out. Maybe you're looking into the magic ecosystem. Maybe you're looking into... Um, into what's happening on Solana. Um, maybe you're looking into another marketplace, but I recommend sort of broadening your focus into another area that you have high conviction in, whether that's one of one art or a different chain. Um, so that's my recommendation for those sort of more seasoned collectors. And a great recommendation it is. So before we call this one a day, I do want to give um, a little bit of a shout out back to the namesake of Vayner NFT. Um, Gary does this thing on a couple of his shows called um, overrated or underrated. It's a game that gives you the opportunity to tell us what you think um, about a couple different topics as to whether or not it's currently overrated or currently underrated. So again, I know that these are going to be some bigger topics. Some of them may be a little bit contentious, but I wanted to throw them at you real quick. And you can tell us just based on right now in the market, are they overrated or underrated? Sure so the, the first one that we have is mint passes and collector passes. Like Proof Collective... Mint as the two big ones in the market right now. Do you think this category is overrated or underrated? I think this category is properly rated. I think that um, supply matters a lot in these sort of mint passes. I think we're going to see a lot more that follow in this direction. Proof um, is very uh, highly rated already today in the ecosystem. Um, so I would say uh, these are properly rated right now. I think we're going to see a lot of projects that sort of follow in these two footsteps um, come uh, do very well. All right, so the next category is going to be PFPs or profile picture collections. Overrated or underrated? Overrated. And do you think that's going to be a short-term thing or a long-term thing, just out of curiosity? I think it will be... um, I think that PFP projects are the thing to do du jour. I think some of them are going to do really, really well over time. The vast majority of them will go to zero. Interesting. So the next piece that we have is the concept of buying art for art's sake. A lot of people get really tied up in this in the the NFT space and get really opinionated about it. But think of this as art collections that are either generative, additions, one of ones that don't necessarily offer utility. Overrated. So underrated? Yes. Okay. Our next one, on-chain NFT collections. So these are projects that deploy their entire NFT collections completely and exclusively on the blockchain, like cyber brokers, on-chain monkey, crypto punks? What do you think? Grossly underrated. So I would love it if you'd expand on that for us a little bit, because I think that's one of the big categories that people do not have a lot of understanding for. So why do you think it's grossly underrated? I think in the... What people don't understand that is that today, a lot of um, NFT collections that you might perceive to be entirely on-chain are in fact not. Um, they... Uh, they're using a combination of Web 2 and Web 3 infrastructure. I love fully on-chain um, NFT projects because those are going to be something that no single server can, can take down over time, right? And I think they really are aligned to the ethos of where Web 3 is heading. Um, I, you know, I believe that Jimmy, who's the, the founder of Nameless and NFT42, is a person who really got a lot of us at Vayner educated on this and believing why on-chain matters. Um, but very few projects actually take the time and, and also the gas cost to set everything up fully on-chain. Avastars is another example of, a, of I think it might have been the first fully on-chain PFP project um, that, that is also grossly underrated. 
Yeah, and I, I'm a huge fan of Avastars and what Jimmy talks about. So um, a big tip of the cap to them there. So I only have two more for you. I think that the first one is, at least in my opinion, a pretty clear answer, but music NFTs, overrated or underrated? Music NFTs are underrated. I think there's a lot that can be disrupted in the music industry. NFTs can serve to be that bridge of disruption. Um, there have been very few that have been super successful yet, but I see the potential of N- music NFTs and I think they're grossly underrated. Okay. And here's the last one for you. And I honestly know that I'm saying this and I'm putting this on a T for you right now. <laughs> but it's a category that I think a lot more people need to start taking very seriously because I think that it's honestly one of the things in our space that needs the most amount of change. And that is what I call the DEI collections. So anything that is all about diversity, equity, and inclusion, what do you think about that? Overrated or underrated? I think those are um, those are underrated in general. I think the focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion is something that the space grossly needs. We did see a big pump um, on sort of these projects, specifically the women-led projects, a couple months ago, which has mostly kind of died off by now. Sorry, I'm gonna. We actually have a puppy right now, and my husband's coming in together. <laughs> um, That's all. So I can I can repeat this one. Um, oh, RP. Okay, so D, uh, DE and I collections are also underrated. I think diversity, inclusion in the space is something that we don't talk enough about. And when we talk about it, we don't action enough of it. And I think some of the projects that have really led the way here um, have gotten a lot of credit and and well-deserved credit, but there's so much more to do in this space. Um, We saw a huge pump on sort of women-led projects a couple months ago following um, the some big world of women announcements. And that's cooled off a little bit, but I believe that some of the projects that are, are continuing to really make an effort in this space and go beyond just sort of talking about it into actually actioning things, my BFF being an incredible example of, of an NFT program that really puts their money where their mouth is, airdropping um, NFTs to holders, doing these educational sessions, creating these forums for people to actually learn um, and for women and non-binary individuals who are underrepresented in the space to actually benefit from this, those projects are very underrated. We also see a, a group of projects that kind of act like they're doing something about this, but are, aren't putting their time and effort where their marketing is. I think some of those projects um, don't always necessarily have the best intentions, um, but the ones that are really in it for the right reasons, I think are, are grossly underrated um, and underrated for the, the work that they're doing to further the NFT space. Yeah, I would agree entirely. And again, I know that I teed that one up a little bit for you um, because I know that's something that you're very passionate about. And I myself am extremely invested in it at this point. Like it's something that I want to continue to help push forward. I love that. Yeah, I I think that it's just one of those things that we're going to see a much healthier and better NFT world for it, especially because if we can be a catalyst for it on this side of things, my hope is that it can serve as a greater catalyst for the world at large to be able to see a better improvement in DEI. So hopefully that's the case. Just to, again, nail, put the nail in the coffin on that one for one more second to pitch a couple more projects that people Please. they can go ahead and take a look at a couple more. Um, I would say that you should probably take a look at Hug. Um, yes, Randy Hug. and Deb. Yep. Randy and Deb have a fantastic project there. I would say Boss Beauties is another fantastic project. Um, do you have any others that are off the top of your head that you really enjoy? I really like Women Rise. And I want to give Maliha a huge shout out. Um, I think she is an incredible creator, business person, and does a lot to speak up on behalf of women and minority communities. Um, and and she, also, she also puts up with a bunch of sort of negativity in the space. Um, 
that uh, that isn't deserved at all. And she does all that with a smile and so much positivity. And, you know, even the collection title Women Rise is really all about rising above all of it. So I want to give um, her a major shout out as well. Um, and of course, uh, can't forget the folks of, of World of Women. They've recently launched their WOW Galaxy um, project, which is a more accessible way to sort of get into their community. And I love everything that, that Yam and Raff are building. They're one of my first, um, first like really favorite projects. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think the the last one that I want to mention is only because I was looking at it this morning. Um, and it was because I've been so freaking priced out of it for the last like three months. And officially, we now have like a time where I may actually be able to jump in is Crypto Coven. Love um, it. They're a fantastic, fantastic project that's really big about that. So um, I'm completely with you on that, Avery. Avery, it's been great getting the chance to chat with you today. I want to give you one quick last moment to let everybody know at home, what's the best way our audience can connect with you to keep up with your work and the latest updates from Vayner NFT? Yeah, at Avery underscore Akinini on Twitter. I'm always on Twitter and at Vayner NFT on all the social platforms. So Twitter and LinkedIn and Instagram and, and uh, everywhere else. Um, also, I should plug myself, follow me at Coinbase NFT. I'm at Avery there. So um, hopefully y'all can uh, can follow along. And thank you so much um, you know, for hosting me. Thank you everybody for tuning in. I know all your listeners are busy and I appreciate them taking the time to, uh, to hang out with us. It's been an absolute pleasure, Avery. Again, folks at home, make sure you make, are following the show. Make sure you're following Avery and Vayner NFT wherever they are putting out content. And we will, of course, see you next time. Stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from BG93. Compelling content delivered in a digestible format demystifies the crypto world by engaging participants from all corners in intelligent conversation. Remarkably interesting. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. We would like to give a special shout out to our Moon sponsor, Acacia Digital. Acacia invests in partners with early stage blockchain companies who are solving complex problems in large markets. Acacia partners with projects that have established technology and communities. Acacia supports public projects exhibiting strong momentum and capacity to grow into large markets. Acacia also directly participates in limited releases such as NFTs tied to unique experiences, access, or products. For more information, go to acaciadigital.io. Again, that's acaciadigital.io. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. 
I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice. This show and any other cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes.